This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast and we have the panel on What's New 23 this week with drummer Eddie Parsons and vocalists Emily Peacock and Louise Shufflebottom and we took a look at the brand new album from Michael Bolton. He's not put one out in 15 years but he's come back with an absolute beauty. I think you're going to love it. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back into the show. And we are back, literally, with uh, What's New 23, our album review. And uh, the panel is back with us as well. I'll say a big hi to uh, Eddie Parsons, who's straight ahead of me. How are you, Eddie? Hi, Mark. Everybody out there in Dubai Eye 103.8, music land. <laughs> right, it's music land. <laughs> to my left, Louise Shufflebottom. How are you, Louise. I'm very good, thank you. Barbara Streisand tonight? Uh, on yeah. The tea? Yeah. I'm nice. not, uh, I, I know it's a touchy subject because we were bidding against each other for this one <laughs> and I'd forgotten until I walked in and you just pointed out. Sorry. <laughs> Great t shirt and to my right, um, the incredible Emily Peacock. How are you, Emily? Big smile tonight. Oh, I'm quite happy. I'm very happy to be here with you guys. I'll tell nice you, to I, see you. I was away on holiday and uh, flicking through the socials and uh, I saw this Barbie thing. And my goodness, you were the perfect Barbie. Tell me about that. Oh, my goodness. G- was it a gig or? <laughs> it yeah? was, yeah. It was the it was the release day of Barbie with Roxy Cinemas. Yeah, I had uh, twenty four hours to learn two songs <laughs> to perform just before the movie. Okay, um, what were the, the songs? It was um, Lizzo. Um, oh yeah, I've forgotten the yeah, name yeah. of the song. The, the one from the movie, the first song yeah. you hear in the movie. It's called Pink. It is called Pink. Thank you, Louise. <laughs> and um, Dance the Night by Dua Lipa. Oh nice. Um, yeah, it was a real. So you sang experience. the tunes out in the theatre before the the movie was I shown. I did. Yes. How cool is that? Eh? It was something very different for me. So yeah. it was um, really enjoyable. Did you have a can as well? Or? Sorry. Did you have a Ken on stage with you as well? Well, the host, I did refer to him as Ken <laughs> when I did a bit of an impromptu co-hosting. But, uh, yeah, did you see the movie? Fun. Did you stay and watch it? You know, I didn't actually. I, I had to go straight to my next gig. Okay. However, I did then go straight to Roxy Cinema JBR after my gig and watched the movie that I night. I really enjoyed it. Me too. Yeah? Yeah. And the, the Billie movie. Eilish tune at, at the end of it is I've nice. still not seen it yet, so no spoilers, please. Eddie. I know. <laughs> it's... Tom Cruise's favourite movie of the year. <laughs> For people who haven't seen it, it is. It's, to- it really is. Good. it's Tom Cruise's favourite movie of the year. It's, it's got a great meaning behind it, though, hasn't it? It really It's has. a real powerful message. And the it. most iconic moment in it is delivered by America Ferrera towards the end of the movie. And yeah, I wanted yeah. to stand up in the cinema and clap. Right. <laughs> I'll do it for you I when I go. Thank you. <laughs> okay, just a couple of things before we get into our album. I was reading an article today about who was the world's richest drummer. If you had to have a guess, uh, Eddie, Pars- uh, Eddie Parsons. Ringo Starr. What do you think? What do you think Ringo's? Eddie Parsons. Eddie Parsons, yeah. <laughs> Yes, Eddie. <laughs> You're right. You're spot on. Ringo Starr, the world's richest drummer, followed closely by Phil Collins, who's a little bit behind him, and then Dave Grohl in third place. Yes, yeah. and um, rightly so, but there are so many wonderful drummers out there. I mean, people used to say to me, oh, who's your favourite drummer? Mm-mm. It's impossible. He comes in for a bit it's of stick, though, doesn't he, Ringo, sometimes with, with drummers saying, oh, he's, he, you know, he's yeah, not he a great did because player. He was, um, in, compared to what's, what drummers are like, Today, his style was very, well, 
basic in comparison but it, mm-hmm. he had a lovely he had that natural swing because he was left-handed but played right-handed so he had an, an orthodox really? yeah an, an orthodox kind of swing that just made it happen and the songs were so so great that mm. all you just needed that in that little something just to keep it swinging which he did yeah. but uh, interesting there's a lot of um famous uh ringo beats that have been used by famous drummers that have nicked it They've nicked little bits of it. And Dave Grohl was actually interviewed. There's one uh, there. Uh, he took the, um, out of, um, uh, was it? Dun, 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 ticket to Ride. Boom, mm-hmm. blap, boom, blap, blap, boom. That's been used about a gazillion times <laughs> by loads of drummers one, yeah. in different songs. Yeah. And you'd never know it until the drummer goes, well, actually, I nicked it from Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good on Ringo, the richest um, drummer around. Um, the final thing I want to mention, um, uh, Nevada Governor Joe Lombardo wants... ACDC to play the Super Bowl halftime show. Think they'd be a good good choice. I certainly, certainly rock it away. I'm going to say something controversial. I have never actually watched any of the Super Bowl halftime shows. Oh, uh, I know. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Lady Gaga, Bruno Mars. I've seen bits. Of, <laughs> Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. You can shout all these names at me. I have never. Prince. Wa- I've seen bits of the them. Stones. I mean, I've everybody. never watched a full one. I don't know why. We're playing I a night just in. Just haven't. We're but Taylor Swift in. has not. She's refused every time. Mm. I think she's, she's. I think she's doing all right, though. I think she can. <laughs> think she's all right for not doing a she half-time quoted show. As, yeah. Quoted as saying, "Yes, it might. It might be a nice thing to do one day, but yeah, not right not now." Not today. Okay, let's get into it then. It's um, our album. It's called "Spark of Light" from a voice I'm sure you recognise. <laughs> So, in his heyday, there is the one and only Mr. Michael Bolton. Um, I think you were enjoying those songs there, Louise. <laughs> I do. Big tunes, yeah? Uh, yeah, I do love a bit of um, How Am I Supposed to Live Without You. I did used to sing that Yeah. Uh, when I was back in the UK. Just because it's, I, I mean, I, we all know I love a big ballad, but the man's voice is incredible. And he did a version of um, I Found Someone. That we, you know, we're more famously used to the share version, but that is delightful. Mm. delightful. He's done some great covers of yeah. many songs. Yeah. There was a Bee Gees really number. Um, oh, I can't remember it right was now. Was it to love somebody? To love somebody. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. an amazing cover. But what a big sound! Mm. Big drum sound. Yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> uh, Michael Bolton. Have you ever covered a Michael Bolton tune? No. No. Um, however, when I hear Michael Bolton, I think of Hercules. Oh yeah, and I can uh, go the, the, the distance. Yeah, yeah, go the distance. That yeah. song is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. All right then, um, it's called "Beautiful World." This album, it's the first one in almost fifteen years. So I think he's had quite a few health problems, but he's come back with this uh, album. And here's the title track: "Spark of Lights." You don't seem to care about the money I don't know any 
Uh, the voice once again of Michael Bolton he's back after 15 years with uh, an album full of original material that's the title track Spark of Light has he still got it Louise? I think uh, out of the songs that we're going to listen to as far as a title track is concerned it's just a bit nice yeah. I know I use the word nice a lot but that's there's, it, it's non-offensive but it's not like rocking my world there are some nicer songs coming up on this album that are, yeah, yeah that make me feel a little bit more than this it's nice like it's, it's non-offensive I'm sure Phil if he was here would say something about the nice production on it because yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like it's tight in that sense like there's mm. no it's quite glossy isn't yeah. it yeah uh, but yeah Eddie, would you right. like to be driving that uh, that, that song on the drums it's got a really nice uh, Fleetwood Mac kind of feel to it mm-hmm. and um, especially the bass but it's very, very yeah, a bit like dreams. Dreams, dreams yeah, yeah, very much no, down that road. That. His voice is a lot more. I'm sure um, you girls will talk more about it later on. But he's, as you said, he's had some health issues in recent years. His voice has adapted to a his age. I mean, the guy's yeah, seventy yeah. now. Yeah, but it's still got a, a richness and a quality due to his experience and, and his long standing in, in, in the business mm. but it's a lot smoother it's not as raw as yeah. it used to be however it's still there are a couple of tracks we're going to listen to later that's he still he still has a go on it but yeah I, I agree I concur yeah. it's nice <laughs> what about Emily what do you think nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a capital N with a capital, capital N I-C-E um, look it's, it's quite a mundane song in my opinion yeah. um, and vocally so I haven't listened to a lot of Michael Bolton in my life. Um, but I mean, we but heard those clips before clips where you before. could hear the power. So he sounds like he's going to burst a vein in his forehead or his neck when he's singing usually. He, I've never heard someone quite sound quite so dramatic when yeah, they sing. Yeah, when yeah. Like when you played all those clips, it's always you mean the same. apart from me? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's just like he's putting 150 in with like the feeling and the, the drama mm, mm. and this one is way more laid back yeah title track then Spark of Light we're going to come back we've got some more tunes to play we'll hear from Michael Bolton as well who claims that he's constantly songwriting you're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station this is the Night Shift on Dubai Eye 103.8 yeah we've got the panel of uh, Eddie Emily and uh, Louise talking about the brand new album it's called Spark of Light from Michael Bolton here's a few words from Mr Bolton talking about how he's constantly Songwriting. I'm always writing. I'm always in a, a state of writing. I write lyrics on napkins and try to copy them digitally to make sure that I don't lose them and lose the song idea. Um, but I think that you're perpetually being a songwriter, unconsciously and consciously. When you're having conversation at lunch with people and somebody says something that sounds like it could be a title, if there are songwriters at the table, they're all going to catch that, that something happened. As, as different as the people are, the songwriting process is still the same. You need a song that expresses something that has been expressed millions of times. You need to express it in a different way. That's Michael Bolton then, constantly songwriting. Sounds very eloquent. Yeah, do you remember, I think it was in our first year, we did um, Richard Marks. Yeah. He's one of his yeah. more recent albums. And um, 
this reminds me of him in, in as much as, again, a very seasoned, professional, long-standing artist. Yeah. It's not only famous for, for their own material, but written for other people, as mm-hmm. has Michael Bolton. But you can just tell by listening to him there. I mean, this, that's what these people do. I mean, they're, all, they're switched on all the time. And we've heard other artists that we've reviewed here, Ed Sheeran and a few other people. If you're a songwriter of any yeah. note, then <laughs> no pun intended. They're... Um, that, that's what you're doing. Yeah. You're switched on all yeah, the time. Yeah. So any anything that influences Hearing you, a phrase bang. and think yeah. that would be a great title for a song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's get another tune in then. Um, this is Running Out of Ways. I've been seeing someone new Hoping to fall and trying to lose my breath again She's got it all, but it won't do I can't seem to erase the thought of you Every time I try to move on Every road is just a dead end All the lines I tell myself are just digging me deeper, yeah I'm running out of ways mm, To throw away your pictures I'm running out of ways to say I'm fine Lost track of all the days and things I do to forget you I'm running out of ways to miss you mm-hmm. I'm running out of ways to miss you I've been taking different streets Trying to avoid the tree we carved our initials into But every rock under my feet Then sang track from uh, Mr. Bolton's uh, album. Quite a country feel on that, Emily, at the start. Yeah, you know. for sure. And uh, I think a lot better vocal performance as well on that tune. Yeah, I think in general that whole that song is much better than the first one, in my opinion. So unlike a lot of our shows we've done before, I haven't listened to these songs in advance. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to actually give an initial response. I actually really liked this. <laughs> I wasn't too enthused, to be really honest, about doing Michael Bolton. I, I was like, I'm just not really that familiar, and yeah, I'm not yeah. a massive fan, but it's quite nice to just listen and then respond immediately. I actually really like that song. I like all the harmonies in there. Mm, mm. I was just looking quickly to see if I could find out who the backing vocalists were, because I thought for a second it might be um, Haim, the singers from Haim, but it, it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I actually really like that song. Very pleasant. Nice one, Eddie. Yeah, it's that lovely new acoustic ballad type feel which we've heard a lot of in recent years. Obviously, Ed Sheeran and countless others, mm. and and he's uh, patching into that, and it sounds good. It sounds current, which is great. And uh, not only were the harmonies beautiful, as Emily mentioned, um, I love the double it, double up, doubling up of his vocal on the pre-chorus just to thicken it up, which yeah. is lovely. And then poof, the chorus comes in um, with the vocals. Yeah, I thought it was lovely and got to remember this guy's 70 years old yeah 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 and he was hitting some high notes in, in, in and that he's been you know 
the early 70s is when he first started and it wasn't until the early 80s when he really got famous but before that he was into blues he was in rock bands heavy mm. rock bands yeah, and then yeah. he got into soul, white soul and then you know R&B and then everything you know it, the lot from there mm. and famous so, of course for his hair yeah uh, and at that time <laughs> he had the day the he had, yeah. he had the big David Coverdale job and it wasn't until he got it cut as we said in the break when he was dating um Sheridan and, yeah and, uh, Annette Sheridan Mer- Meredith no <laughs> Sheridan anyway girl from the TV yes. <laughs> someone from the TV yeah. what, what, what do you make of that setting song <laughs> I would say at the beginning uh, me and Emily looked at each other because the, the introduction sounds exactly like uh, Riptide yeah thanks Joy um, and then it kicks in and then obviously it, it changes the vibe completely of the song mm. but yeah the um, the harmonies in that are really nice and really stand out but the the female harmonies are quite loud in comparison so it's it, like I can see why you were like looking to see who was on it because it does sound like a feature. It's a duet rather than yeah. backing vocals. And I, again, if Phil was here, he'd have more educated things to say about it. But it does like in the mix, it sounded a bit like that was overtaking what was going on from him. But still, again, very nice. I mean, um, his, his fans are going to go out and get this. Oh, aren't they? Of course, you know. he is. Like it's like with the again, like you mentioned in the break, the Richard Marks thing. Like at this point, it doesn't matter. What like his fans are going to buy it? Whatever happens, they're just going to yeah. be so pleased that there's new that music, there's a new album out. that they're going to go out and buy. He's it. sold over seventy-five million albums. He's made thirty-five studio albums. He's, he's released no twenty-four studio albums, thirty-five singles, of which nine were number ones <laughs> in the states. He's got two Grammys. I think five American Music Awards. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done net, his apprenticeship. Hasn't his he? net worth is <laughs> so in excess of 115 mm. million, probably more than that. And he did the air show here one year. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, along. he's great live. Really, like really a, good singer. Like life. a lot of these seasoned uh, artists, he hasn't worked for 15 years. So what? Mm. And it'll be quality. And as as the girl said, his fans will come out and and and, and buy the album and see him tour. Yeah, he's not doing stadiums anymore, but he'll be doing yeah, like yeah. five, ten thousand seat auditoriums yeah, and yeah. doing well. Yeah. Why not? I do have a quick question um, because I thought that a lot of his big hits were actually covers. He Is did that, quite yeah. a lot of covers. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I mean, not not that it's a terrible thing. It's just before when it, he's talking about writing all the time. So that that's what made me think. Yeah. But how many of his songs that have been big hits were covers, or how many of them were original? Yeah. Obviously, when a man loves a woman, he did something with Kenny G as well. Um, that was that was a cover. That would yeah. be but interesting to look at. But let's get out. Try and find out about that. We'll get yeah. the next tune on called Eyes on You. I have never seen the moon light up the sky like this Waking from a dream, seeing everything I almost missed I can feel my heart, it's finally beating I was in the dark, till now I took every road that I Till I laid eyes on you 
all the colors in the world like this Life is something sweet Like the moments when I taste your lips I can feel my heart It's finally beating Living in the dark So there's your big ballad then, uh, Louise. It's almost Hercules all over again, that one, isn't it? And eye, eyes on you. Um, kind of like that one as I well. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so... It's it's a nod to original Michael as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's that typical kind of... There's the key change, there's the strings, there's the, the, the long note. But the middle register of his voice is actually really nice. And obviously, we're used to the the high and the the vibrato and all that kind of stuff but this is this is just it's i love this one i'm, I'm such a sucker for a, a big for ballad. a ballad and a loved song so yeah <laughs> thumbs up for me for this one emily what do you think really really pleasantly surprised yeah. um how much i love that song wow i really really enjoyed that it's got to be in a movie that song uh, that's it? all i can think of yeah it's got to be in something really iconic yeah it's can we yeah, stick it on the Barbie soundtrack? <laughs> oh my goodness, it probably would actually work. Like a bit of Ryan Gosling singing that. Yeah. Um, but no, that's an absolutely beautiful song and beautiful vocals. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> You're becoming a fan. Oh, look at me. I'm going to have coming in next week with a Michael Bolton t shirt. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll find you on. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't really add any more than what the girls have said. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Just checking whilst that was playing, we were talking, uh, Lou was mentioning about the backing vocals. It's, he's teamed up with a, a girl called uh, Deborah Goodrim. Delta. Delta Goodrum, sorry. Oh, I love her. Right. And oh. she's doing the business with another girl, which I haven't found the name of yet. But he's, he's got two girls singing with him in the current lineup. Okay. On this up. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I think those were the girls. Has that gone Has that given another brownie point? Del- oh, I love Delta. I absolutely. Well, it would, back, it would back up what you were saying about them being sort of prominent as opposed to being in. in they were featured. Because mm-hmm. it. it yeah. That, I didn't notice that. On, it was not. Because the only other mention is the other duet. So it, her name isn't mentioned on the track listing. So. Mm. We're going to come back and we're going to hear the first single release from this. And this is with a guy called Justin Gesso. Maybe we can find out something about Justin. Uh, but it's a tune called Beautiful World, which we'll hear when we come back. 
This is the Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yeah, welcome back. We are reviewing the brand new album from uh, Michael Bolton. I think it's definitely growing on us all, isn't it? <laughs> song by song by song. Yes. So this is the first single release from uh, the album. It's together with a guy called Justin Gesso and it's called Beautiful World. You carry the weight Much better than I do Day after day Waiting for good news All of our needs Our hopes and our dreams Are waiting on an open door I see a spark of light in the dark We'll be stronger than before We got a love like we've never been We got lies like we've never been burned And after all of the lessons we've learned We're gonna make this a beautiful world A beautiful world It's too high It's never too late There's always a sunrise All of our needs, our hopes and our dreams Are waiting on an open door I see a spark of light in the dark We'll be wiser than before We got love Like we've never been burned And after all of the lessons we've learned We're gonna make this Gonna make this a beautiful I think 
If uh, Delta Goodrum can't make a gig, I think we've got two um, <laughs> ladies in our studios that would make perfect backing vocalists for uh, for Michael Bolton. <laughs> and, I'm uh, always glad that this is never filmed. Yes. <laughs> because I would expose myself big time. If anyone could see what's going on while we're listening to these songs, I'd be embarrassed. No, I wouldn't. I think you like that one now. as well. Yeah, it's I, getting better and better and better, this song. I album. absolutely love that one. Um, the very first line, he actually sounds like Rag and Bone Man. Does but, it? But not like, not obviously not as mm. low, but the, the tone's very similar. And I think if people, uh, obviously people now know Rag and Bone Man and they'll hear this and they'll be like, oh, they sound very similar. And you'll be like, Michael Bolton came Bo- first. Uh, Rag though. and Bone Man's dad. He's got the same kind of, <laughs> they've got the same kind of tone. And then Justin Gesso, whoever that is, gorgeous, everything. The gospel type vocals, everything about that song is just, Spots and the lyrics there. and everything is just really uplifting. Most songs called Beautiful World are like that, though, to be fair. <laughs> well, they thir- certainly found the hit with this one, didn't they? I mean, this mm, was... Yeah. Uh, I mean, we were all smiling and dancing here in the studio, and I'm sure that they were when they were, were recording that as well, because this is the hit. This is the hit from the album that's just going to relaunch this. Mm-hmm. The, uh, his, well, he doesn't need his career relaunching, but it's going to be... Must the, feel great at 70, to be, yeah, you know, turning out quality got, music like this. Sh- he's got this young guy that he's singing with, and they're doing a beautiful duet, and that's, again, a very a now thing. You, a lot of these older artists are doing that with the younger ones. I mean, f- comes to mind Elton John, what he's done with yeah, Dua Lipa and yeah. um, Britney. Yeah. And rumoured that he's going to be doing a new one with, um, what's the name? I said it would be... Uh, Ariana. Oh, oh really? That's Ariana Grande. I said that at the time, didn't I? I said it'd be Ariana. <laughs> you could be proved right. Anyway, well, yeah. but yeah, a beautiful, fantastic song. Yeah. Fantastic. Emily? Yeah, I think Louise hit the nail on the head with the word uplifting. That describes this song perfectly. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, I am walking away a big Michael Bolton fan. Yeah. And I, I love that when a guy <laughs> of, of that age yeah. can impress you know someone who's he's using half it, their age maybe quite he's using age. his experience <laughs> he's using his experience yeah. he's taking in modern influence as well how can it not be good you know yeah. Yeah. if you're if you're open to that and you can, what you can bring to the table what what everything other people can bring to the table that are new mm-hmm. it's a win-win situation it's yeah. great okay good on you michael bolton one more tune just the beginning because in the end you love you love you love it's just the beginning Cause in the end your love, your love, your love is all that I needed I feel it in my heart and in my head We'll never be on our own again Cause in the end Your love, your love I've been looking high and low To find a light inside my soul For a love deep down it's missing And I've been running east to west is pounding in my chest Cause you've rewrote all that's written Through good and bad and in between I wouldn't trade for anything Now we can go wherever we want Cause in the end you love, you love, you love It's just the beginning Cause in the end you love, you love, you love Is all that I needed I feel it in my heart Out of any storm, wide awake. 
the beginning. Final song, but it's just the beginning for Michael Bolson. First album in 15 years. And Eddie, I think we can all agree that it's quite a gem. Yeah, definitely. Thumbs up on that one. A great ending to the album on this one. Again, very sort of anthemic, um, sing-along, gospel-esque, and uh, lots of great things to take from that. He's getting back to the more huskier voice. You can hear it coming back Mm. there on this one, a bit more powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know the girls are going to have more to add to it. But yeah, I thought it was a wonderful, uh, wonderful song and a great album. And I'm really pleased for him. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to do well. He'll be touring it, of course. But they're all kind of movie themes, I think, these, aren't they? You know, they, they, well, you mentioned Hercules earlier on, you know, yeah. which are brilliant. But you could put these in animated movies. Totally. Uh, and and yeah. they'd really work. Definitely, definitely. That last, yeah. that last one, and that gives me more boy band vibes. It's very similar to, um, so, so there's a lot of similar sounds to the stuff that Backstreet Boys were doing on their DNA mm. album. Yeah. I'm not saying it reminds me of a particular song, but just that kind of the um, the drum pad click and all that kind of thing mm. in the background just gave me boy band vibes, but in a good way. The singer and co-writer of the last song we heard Justin Gesso has written he wrote a lot of the songs for DNA Backstreet Boys oh did well, he there you go, go. see yeah. that's oh. who he is right <laughs> he's yeah. got it right there I don't know how involved Spot he is on, on that one but he's the, the, co- the co-singer and writer of the last song there yeah. you go very similar yeah. awesome yeah. so all in all in all Thumbs yeah, up. We like, yeah liked definitely it, thumbs I just, up. I thought Em was going to mention it because we, we looked at each other yeah. during the song, but the finger clicking was like way up in the mix. <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> right up there. It was like, no, you're getting this. Yeah. <laughs> you're having it. It put me off a little. Bring it down. Bring it yeah, down. Yeah, bring your finger clicks just down. So you join in. <laughs> All right, so where are we singing this week, Louise? Uh, this week, me and the boys of the Rebel Base are in Lock, Stock and Barrel, Barsha, and Friday for the big weekend fun yeah. set. Yeah. Are you going to be doing any Katy Perry? Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. You, t- uh, Katie- you told us that little story about yeah. fireworks very quickly. <laughs> very quickly. I walked into the rehearsal room and I was like, lads, we should do Firework by Katy Perry. And they were all kind of looking at me going, hmm, mm, sure. And then the first night we played, and I said, trust me, I said, just let's roll with it. I said, it's a really good song. And I said, even like the middle-aged men will be singing it. And the first night we played it, they were see them all looking at each other going, oh, it oh, works. she's right. Oh, it, oh, it does go down well, and it's yeah. Every time we play it, it doesn't matter who they are; they're all singing along. Emily, what about you? Where were you on stage this week? Bit of a quieter week this one. Okay. Some announcements next week, but um, Thursday solo at Blah Blah Restaurant. Yeah. And then Saturday over to Abu Dhabi, Easy Tiger oh. with the full band about last night. Easy Tiger. Yes. Big announcement next week, Ed. Yeah, I'm going to be. You can find me on Spotify. I do. Um, Music reviews and uh, drum tutorials and some other stuff coming up. That's Rhythmic Renegade. 
and um, <laughs> Renegade. Nice. And for all you Fixer Rock fans, I've got some great news coming up very soon. Lovely, so lovely. Ooh. Okay, we'll look forward to that. Guys of the panel, thank you so much for uh, coming in and talking all things Michael Bolton. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.